Generation Church Podcast. We hope you find this encouraging. Come visit us in South Oceanside. Find more about us at southofchurch.com. Thank you, Ray. And I'm going to have Ray kick off our, our scripture reading for this morning. We're going to be reading Psalm 23 and diving into Psalm 23 as a church family together. So um, let's go ahead and read that whenever you're ready. We got it up here. All right. A Psalm of David The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths. He bring right paths, bringing the darkness, uh, sorry, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the valley, through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect me and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Pray with me. Father, as we look to you and we look at this Psalm 23 and the year of 2023, we, we ask you to guide us. No matter what age we are, we look to the same good shepherd. Father, you, you have no grandkids. We're all your kids. And so we just ask you to speak us, guide us, lead us. As we look to your scripture together and, and the stories of truth and how you, Jesus, have come to shepherd us, to lead us, to guide us, to walk with us, to save us. So do that again this morning. Plant us for this next year on, on the firm rock of your foundation, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Good morning. I'm going to move this real quick. Well, my name is Miss Amy. You guys know. <laughs> and I'm going to start us off and uh, invite all the kids and some parents, if they like to come up to the carpet here. We're going to read a story. Uh, and I will need crowd participation when I ask, so feel free to come on up. Uh, don't be shy, and if you don't want to, too, that's okay, but whatever makes you more comfortable. When we're done, you can go back to your parents, too, if you like. But I'm going to read a story, um, so I need everyone's help. Everyone, we're all children of God. Uh, everyone, take a deep breath. <sighs> Turn your listening ears on. All right. We are going to read the book called Found from Psalm 23. Hey. Uh, and this is by Sally Lloyd Jones. Sally Lloyd Jones and Jago. All right. God is my shepherd and I am his little lamb. Anybody can say a lamb voice? Bye. Okay. I can't hear you, Dan. All right. He feeds me. He guides me. Inside my heart is very quiet. Can you guys touch your heart? 
as quiet as lying still in soft green grass in a meadow by a little stream. Can you guys make a stream sound? Even when I walk through the dark, scary, lonely places. Can you guys show me your scared face? I won't be afraid because my shepherd knows where I am and he is here with me. They're talking about Jesus, guys. He keeps me safe and he rescues me. He makes me strong and brave. Everyone show me your muscles. He is getting wonderful things ready for me. Everyone say me. He's getting ready for you guys, especially for me. Everything I ever dreamed of, he fills my heart so full of happiness, I can't hold it all inside. Wherever I go, I know. God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love will go too. God loves you guys. You can go back to your seats, okay? Or you can stay up here, whatever you want. Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Roman. Um, I'm really excited to share something with you guys this morning, and this is especially geared towards the students in the room. So we're going through Psalm 23, and I feel like that God has a message for us in, in what seems like a crazy time as we're going back into the school grind and everything like that when we maybe had a really chill, low-key Christmas break and it was really relaxing. I'm, I'm assuming that there's some of us in the room who we had a really nice, simple break and, and we're going back to something that's maybe a little bit uh, anxiety producing. Maybe we're a little bit nervous to, to step into, I know for me, school, grades. I know that social circles can be tough. Trying to excel in our sports while also balancing family life and having a social life. Who's going to take me to the winter dance? Who am I going to take to the winter dance? All these questions are running around in our heads and we're kind of, life presents a lot of obstacles. And we may be stepping back into this as we go into 2023. But what I feel like the author of Psalm 23 is telling us is he's kind of saying like, hey, chill out for a sec. If you're a Christian, you can take a deep breath because the Lord is your shepherd. He's the one that leads you. He's the one that guides you. He's the one that makes you lie down. And, and he's, he's calling us to lay down this desire to be our own shepherds. As humans, we have this desire to, to lead ourselves. To, to lie down wherever we want, to, to make us go by whatever stream we want to go to. And that's natural. We want to talk to whoever we want to talk to. We want to do whatever we want to do on the weekends. We want to do what I want to do with my time. And the author is, is showing us, but when you're a Christian, God leads you. Because at the end of the day, for me, when I try to lead myself, what I come to face to face with is anxiety, fear, worry. I get selfish. I get greedy. I'm not as kind. I'm not loving. And, and at the end of the day, I can't actually lead myself. But God is saying, would you allow me to lead you? 
Would you allow me to walk with you and lead you by streams of living water and lay down in green pastures? Because the message of the Bible is not do better, be more, become all that you can be. Just grit your teeth and do it. That's not what the message of Jesus is. The message of Jesus, the good news is that you can't. You can't do it on your own, but God can. And he came down and lived a perfect life. And he took the punishment that you deserved and gives you the righteousness that he actually earned. And now you get to walk with him forever. And that's the second part that we read in Psalm 23. He says, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And it's this promise that I'm not alone anymore. I'm not alone anymore, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever with him one day. So right now, I'm not alone. And forever on, as a Christian, as a believer, I'm not alone. And that is good news this morning. As we're going back into grades and tests and starting a semester, you're not alone. As you're going into school drama, you're not alone in that. You have a good shepherd that walks with you. As you're going into family drama and things that are complicated at home, you are not alone. As you're going into fears and anxieties and things that that no one really knows about yet, that you haven't really talked about, that you haven't opened up about, you're not alone. God walks with you. So we can go into 2023 with peace. We are not alone. The Lord is our good shepherd. We can go into 2023 with joy because we are not alone. The Lord is our good shepherd. And we can go into 2023 with courage and boldness because we are not alone. The Lord is our good shepherd. And so before I hand the mic off, I would just love to, to pray for the students in the room and then the youth as we go into this new year. So Lord, I lift up everyone in here as we are facing some heavy things and some, and some awesome things. But specifically, Lord, I pray for the students and the youth that we would go into the new year with boldness, courage, peace, and joy, knowing that you are with us, you guide us, you lead us, and you are our good shepherd. We are not alone. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Great job, Roman. Excited to see him take the reins on our youth ministry. Uh, We're going to get an opportunity to pray over him in the coming weeks and really commission him into his new role, but a little little sneak preview there for all that he's going to be doing with us. But um, I'm really excited that we're, we we, we sort of, uh, huh? Angry job, Amy. Amy. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I keep her around. (laughs) That's kind of a given, though. We all know Amy's doing a great job. That's just who she is. Yeah. It's kind of cool that we got this little, like, slogan of Psalm 23 and 2023. It sort of came out in our prep and praying over what we would do for this. But Psalm 23 for 2023, and it's actually a perfect segue because we've been in Advent, and Advent is about Christ coming and being with us. And the emphasis of that Psalm 23 is that God's with us. What's interesting is when he... when King David, the psalmist, when he writes that he walks through the valley of the shadow of death, why doesn't he fear? Well, I don't fear because it's not that bad. No, that's not it. Well, I don't fear because I'm pretty strong. I've been through some bad stuff. 
No, that's not what he says. He says, I won't fear because you're with me. Good job, Jack. Because God is with me. That's a way bigger deal than just, I've got this, I can figure it out. Saying, like, no, no you're, you're not alone with whatever you face this year. He, he's with you. Advent was the promise that Jesus isn't going to stand back and watch you go through whatever you're going through, but he actually comes with us, enters into the human story. And not only is he with us, but he's good. Did you catch that in the psalm? That he, he's good. He's a tender shepherd. It says in verse 5 that he anoints my head with oil. Kind of a weird word, right? Like, what, why, why is, anoints my head with oil. Why is that good? That's weird. Why would you put oil on me, God? Well, think about a lamb for a second. A shepherd would put oil on, and they put oil on other animals, but on a sheep's head around its eyes and ears to keep the bugs from biting at its skin. See, an uncared for sheep would, would get the gnats, the the flies, the bugs would bite, bite, bite. And once they've bitten through, it gets raw and bloody and they come after it and they infest and it gets infected. And a good shepherd comes and puts oil around it, cares for the sheep, rubs it in so those gnats land in the, the oil and they die. They don't bother it. That's a good, tent. that's a detailed shepherd that comes and says, I know what my sheep need. Here's what you need. And I don't know about you guys, when I look at the world, when I get honked at in a light because I didn't accelerate in the 0.5 seconds I should have or whatever, and it's not because I'm ever looking at my phone because I don't do that, okay? Uh, but, but man, do you sense the gnats, the bugs that, that are around us all the time? Do you see it on people? They're, they're harassed by their own anxiety by the noise, by the fearful voices in our culture. We live in a loud time, friends. The 2022, 2023, these are, these are loud. The gnats are prevalent. We need a good shepherd that anoints our head with oil. And oil in the Old Testament was symbolic of the Holy Spirit. The anointing, and in the New Testament, we see the anointing would come with oil when elders would pray for people, they'd pray for the sick. It was a sign of God's presence on someone. And the good news for us is it's not just, just that he's with us, although that's amazing, but the one who's with us is good. He knows what we need. Jesus said, I, the Father knows what you need before you even ask. And he comes to anoint our head. And the anointing, don't miss this, is his presence with us. The Holy Spirit's presence with us. That's the anointment that quiets out the noise of the world that you could ask today, now, when we pray to close. Holy Spirit, come and fill me. Anoint my head. It's loud. I feel it. Grant me your peace by your presence. Come. And this is what he does. And we know this is what he does because as we look forward from Psalm 23 and Jesus shows up on the scene, read with me. John chapter 10. Can you throw that up for us one day? John chapter 10. Jesus says this to a crowd. He says, those who heard Jesus use an illustration didn't understand what he meant. So he explained it to them. He says, I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose 
is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him, and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks and scatters the flock, and the hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. But I'm the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and they know me just as my father knows me, and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep, and I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold, and I must bring them also. And they will listen to my voice, and there we will be one flock with one shepherd. Jesus goes, hey, you remember that Psalm 23 that all of you grew up learning about? Yeah, that's me. I'm the good shepherd. It says in verse 6 of Psalm 23 that his unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. You see, these attributes of God in Psalm 23 as a shepherd, they're not just a list of characteristics. They're pointing us to a person. They're pointing us to a person, and his name is Jesus. And he's come to walk with us. He's come to be good to us. And get this, he comes to pursue us. It says, the unfailing love of the Lord will pursue me all the days of my life. And then Jesus shows him and says, you know what? And there's other sheep in this sheepfold. I'm calling by name. I'm inviting them. I'm pursuing them. And there's other sheep that aren't in the sheepfold. I'm going to go and get them. That's us, friends. He was talking Jews and Gentiles there. There's some not in this sheep. I'm going to go get them. And that's exactly what he did. He's a pursuer. And what I love is that Jesus didn't just walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He actually took the death of the shadow. He's not a shepherd that just walks with us, although he does. But he is the one that said, I'm not just going to walk with you through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm actually going to take the death that you deserve and give you the life that I deserve. He's not just the shepherd. He's the good shepherd. He's the shepherd that lays down and sacrifices his life for the sheep. And Paul argues later in Romans, if he would give us his own son, wouldn't he also freely give us all things? Look at this love he's displayed for us. I just want to close with a short reflection. The... The Lord is our good shepherd. If you take one thing away from this morning, it's just this. The Lord is our good shepherd. Ours. In the sheepfold. Whether you're in preschool, whether you're in the nursery, whether you're retired in an empty nester, whether you got kids in the house running amok, he's our good shepherd together. Doesn't matter what phase of life you're in, he walks with you. He doesn't just walk with you, he's good. And he doesn't just with you and good, he pursues you when you start walking the other way. He rescues you out of the ditch. I don't know if you have that photo back there still, but the photo of, the, of that page in the children's book of Jesus holding the lamb. I don't know if you remember he said this, but the childlike will inherit the kingdom of God. Remember that? May we not become too mature Maybe we've not become too enlightened, too educated, too adult to forget 
that that's us. We don't outgrow this story. Remember, God doesn't have any grandkids. He just has kids. And he comes to do that. May none of us outgrow that and no matter where we're at. And I want to invite you this year to let this be a theme in your family and your friendships and your life wherever you're at, that the Lord is our good shepherd. If you're facing layoff, if you're facing family struggle, if you're facing stress about school or friend group or dating or marrying or wherever you're at, I want to invite you to rally around this truth. Hey, the Lord is our good shepherd. Before we charge off into this, let's pray. It says that he leads them. He guides them. He calls them by name. Hey, let's just, hey, let's come together before we go off. Hey, family, come around the table. Daddy's going to pray. I don't know what's going to happen with my job. Let's pray. Lord, you're our good shepherd. Would you lead us? You're with a friend at work. I don't know. They're, they're doing layoffs. I might be next. Hey, we have a good shepherd. Let's pray. Let's seek where he might lead us. No matter where you're at, the invitation is the same. Let's come to him. He's our good shepherd. He will lead us. He will guide us. He will call us by name. They come and go freely. Meditate on these verses. Pray these verses as you go into this year. He is our good shepherd. The Lord is ours. And we're going to need to remind each other of this. Just like last year, this year is going to have a bunch of high highs and some low lows. And we will need to be reminded by one another, brothers and sisters, hey, I know. And the Lord's our good shepherd. Don't forget it. Let's, let's pray into that together. Let's pray. Lord, you are our good shepherd. You're a good shepherd to the babies in the room. You're a good shepherd to the retirees in the room. You're a good shepherd to the parents in the room. You're a good shepherd to every single life stage in the room. And these aren't empty words, Lord, I know this. You're a better shepherd than even we can comprehend. You're a shepherd that lays your life down for your sheep, and we saw you do that on the cross that there is no extent that you will not go to to redeem us, rescue us, save us, change us. Lord, because you died, we get life. And so we just say, good shepherd, impart your life to us this morning. Some of us need anointing of our heads with the oil of your presence, Holy Spirit. Bind the gnats that are nagging at us. And if you won't, just we, just we know when you're with us, where your presence is, there's freedom. So we just ask for that. Come anoint us as a church family, Generation Church, that we might walk just knowing in the depths of our being that we have a good shepherd. We have a good shepherd that's with us, that pursues us, and that's good. Lord, I'm just reminded looking at these kids that that they're not the future of the church, that they're the church right now, and that they get to go to schools and be in classes with kids that just don't know you and have zero 
other people in their life that know you and could introduce them to you. And I just pray, send them wherever you're sending them. I pray we would not treat our kids and play defense, try to, but that we play offense, God. That you'd make them sharp, Lord, and love and grace, make them good listeners, make them loyal friends, and also make them bold proclaimers of good news. That they have a, they have a shepherd named Jesus that loves them, that wants to bring them into the sheepfold. They don't have to walk alone, Lord, and use all of us, Lord, at work, at school, play, recreate, as we surf, as we go to the movies, whatever it is, God, send us this year to proclaim to all who don't know the Good Shepherd that there is one, and they don't have to walk alone. And we thank you, Lord, that that's true, that we don't have to walk alone. Thank you for being with us. As we look, turning the page to this next year, help us to do it with you in front of us, leading us in in everything we do. For some of us, I pray you would make us lay down. That you teach us how to rest. You teach us where to find the still streams, Lord, of refreshing living water with you. You'd, you'd expose the empty cisterns in our life that we turn to to try to find satisfaction that only leave us thirsty. We need you, Lord. If, without you, we'll wander into a valley, Lord. And so we offer ourselves to you again because you offered yourself for us first. Amen.